The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily state or reflect those of this station or its management. Bringing you controversy at its best with uncensored music, comedy, and political discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 31st of December. That's right. New Year's Eve, the final day of 2022. I'm your host, Bad Billy. I got a good show lined up for you, as I normally do. Yes, indeed. So, in the first hour, I have the king of rock and rumble, Elvis Sinisic. If you remember, he joined me for the anniversary show back in June. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he is back, and we're going to be talking about some pressing issues in Australia. Yes, indeed. The second hour, of course, I am joined by the icon, Stephen James, uh, going to be talking about uh, criminal activity from law enforcement. And in the third hour, of course, Stephen James, once again, for the Steve Solution. Before we get to any of that, I want to cue the first song of the show. This is Bad Blood with Drug That I Need. I'll be back with Elvis Sinisic right after this. And we go a little something like this. Hit it. And now, from a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out, it's Outlaw Radio. Color skies 
Hey there, thrill seeker, rocking out to the station. I hear you, you're probably even sipping on a drink right now. An average blah blah drink in a can or bottle, one that doesn't quite hit the spot for you. I'll bet you want something different, don't you? Something more. Take your shot with Cold Cock Whiskey, the best whiskey anywhere. Why? Because it's different from other liquors. Cold Cock Whiskey is herbal whiskey, 100% all natural herbs blended with aged American whiskey. No more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom Beyond Value from the desk of Mr. Holland. 2016 was the year everyone was offended. Let's hope 2017 is the year they all grow up. Mr. Holland, Mr. Holland, over here, over here. Ma'am, ma'am, please keep it in your pants. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with with liberty liberty and justice for all. Imagine a silent world where these words do not exist. Freedom of speech. Let your voice be heard. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, Robert R. McCormick Foundation, and this station. So you go into your sporting goods or firearms store to get that gun and ammunition you've been wanting to buy, only to find out that the store doesn't have it. Worse yet, the shelves are bare. They're empty. Ugh. Well, that's why there's GunBroker.com. You want it? GunBroker.com's got it. Guns, gun parts, ammo, ammo storage, reloading equipment, binoculars, scopes, sights. Did I mention guns? Pistols, rifles, handguns, shotguns, machine guns, paintball guns, archery supplies, tools, jewelry, watches, even musical instruments and gear. Yes, GunBroker.com has those too. I'm telling you, they have it all. There are even auctions where you can bid on certain items. The folks at GunBroker.com know their stuff. They've been in business for over 20 years with over 6 million happy registered users. Why not become one of them? GunBroker.com. Go there. Check it out. Register today. It's 100% free. GunBroker.com. GunBroker.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce that Outlaw Radio officially has affiliated with My Patriot Supply. Are you prepared for the next unplanned emergency? As we speak, inflation is rising and the grocery store shelves are stocked less and less every day. The time to prepare is now. Go to www.outlawradioabs.com, visit the store section, and click on the My Patriot Supply banner and purchase yourself some buckets of delicious gourmet food with a 25 year shelf life. You can also purchase other essential supplies you can use during times of unplanned emergencies. Supplies such as the Alexa Pure water filtration system, first aid and medical supplies, solar power supplies, and much more. Again, go to www.outlawradioabs.com. Visit the store section and click on the My Patriot Supply banner. Don't be left in the dark. Get yourself and your family prepared for the next unplanned emergency today. 
Romney, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard Drug That I Need by Bad Blood. And now it's time for Outlaw Radio World News with the king of rock and rumble, Elvis Sinisic. Here we go. Outlaw Radio World News. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this edition of Outlaw Radio World News, I am joined once again by the king of rock and rumble himself, Elvis Sinisic out of Australia. What's going on, brother? Hey, good to be the king. Uh, thank you for uh, reaching out. Um, you know, it's that time of year, celebrating Christmas, uh, lots of Christmas uh, dinner, uh, lots of steaks, uh, barbecues in Australia. Um, we're in summer, so has been a lot of pool weather. Um, thankfully, we've had global warming, so we've had really good temperatures over the uh, the, the Christmas break, so plenty of pool time. Uh, it's getting a little bit cooler, so someone might need to switch the global warming back on again because we're coming into the new year, and I believe uh, we may have some rain forecast. Well, I think uh, you might have heard what we're going through. Uh, those of us uh, north of the equator, is that cold front coming out of Siberia has uh, – given us some freezing temperatures. So. Yes, yeah, so I heard uh, glo uh, uh, global warming has really affected you guys over there with um, those terribly low temperatures. Yes, yes, indeed. So, Elvis, the reason why I've asked you to join me uh, this week is because of a video that my uh, good friend, Colonel Chris Wyatt, had put out. Now, I'm actually going to take about five minutes and I'm going to play that video. And then I want to, I want to hear uh, your reaction other than uh, of course, his uh, impression of an Australian accent. <laughs> so I hope it's good. Let me get one second here on. I'll share the uh, video with you. Let's see. One second here. Yeah. I got to go to the advanced files. Here we go. And, and we welcome that information. As, as I said before, if, if it's anybody out there that knows of someone that might be showing concerning behaviour around, you know, conspiracy theories, anti-government, anti-police, um, conspiracy theories around COVID-19 vaccination, as what we're seeing with the train family, we'd want to know about. We want to know about that. Uh, and you can either contact police directly or, or go through Crime Stoppers. Crikey, as you can say, we want to know about anybody who has anything bad to say about our corrupt fascist government here in Australia. That's right. Put a shrimp on the barbie and knock on your neighbor. Well, look at that, folks. The uh, Queensland police want to know about anyone who might be disagreeing with the fascist government of Australia or in Queensland. Seriously, this is what the world's come to. This is what we live in. The Anglo-Saxon world has absolutely gone bat crap crazy. Now we've known this. We've seen Australian authorities in Northern Territories imprisoning people in concentration camps over the COVID. People who didn't even test positive for COVID kept there against their will, threatened with imprisonment, jail time. If they walk off a porch in the concentration camp, young lady who lost her job, they don't give a flying flip about that, imprisoning people. 
Half a million, 600,000 people show up week after week demonstrating against lockdowns in Melbourne. And Dan Andrews could give a flip less because only he knows best. This police officer, of course, we want to know about anybody who's got conspiracy theories. What conspiracy theories? Like the government covering up the truth from epidemiologists and doctors about COVID? The government covering up the truth about the vaccine, lying about the data, the government lying about all sorts of things. How do people fall for this nonsense? And how do these government authorities get away with the abuse they've had on people for so long? These are not legitimate governments. These are fascist totalitarian thugs who are abusing the rule of law in Western democracies and attacking it at its weakest point. It's trust and confidence and usurping authority and governing and lording over us like overlords. We are but mere serfs in their dance. Misinformation on COVID, distrust of the government. You've done nothing in three years in Canberra or any of the Australian states which warrant anyone to trust anything you say. You're frauds. If you'd allowed free speech and allowed a public debate, we wouldn't have this problem. You wouldn't have people refusing to take the jab. They either would or wouldn't because they'd be informed. But you're just a bunch of frauds. And you know it. And that's why you seek to use the power of the state to threaten people. The tech companies have done it successfully. The legacy media has done it successfully. Politicians have done it from Boris Johnson to Joe Biden to Jacinda Ardern to Dan Andrews, Scott Morrison, Angela Merkel. All for what? Who benefits from this? No one. You people are even afraid to call it what it is. It's the Wuhan virus. That's what it is, the Wuhan virus. It's not COVID-19 or this one or that one. It is the Wuhan virus, just like Marburg is the Marburg virus, Lhasa, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, West Nile virus. These are all named colloquially after places where they're first observed. And the Chinese now are dealing with the misery of the pestilence they've unleashed on the world, which may or may not be with the cooperation of American authorities and Dr. Fauci and his gain of function. Why can't we have a public debate on that? Why is Fauci lying and covering up the fact that the National Institutes for Health and CDC funded gain of function research at a biohazard level four research facility in communist China? What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? You want to know about people and their conspiracy theories? Why? Because you can't get the truth from the news? <laughs> These people are not trustworthy. Now, none of that warrants anything but democratic change, legitimate legal change. And then prosecution for these people who've lied to the world and caused the death of countless untold thousands, nay, hundreds of thousands, millions. People like Andrew Cuomo, Murphy, and Tom Wolf, who sent COVID positive patients into our nursing homes in Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, killing thousands, tens of thousands of our parents, our grandparents, our aunts and uncles, our mothers and fathers. Why? Why did Rachel Levine remove her 93-year-old mother from a nursing home and send her to the Hershey Lodge at the same time that she was ordering that COVID positive patients be sent into our nursing homes to kill off? Social Security recipients, pensioners, to what end? Why is there no investigation? Why can't we have a public debate about this? There's nothing, there's no question here. She did it. We know she did it. We don't know what's going on. 
because they've shut down the public debate. It's time to come after these ghouls legally. And don't forget, the Nazis are still prosecuting secretaries who worked at concentration camps that were 97 years old as war crimes. These are crimes against humanity. And if you think you've escaped judgment in the courts, it will come for you one day. It will come for you. Hang in there, folks. So that was uh, my good friend, um, my bearded brother, Colonel Chris Wyatt, uh, given uh, his take on, uh, of course, not only the Australian government, but uh, of course, the American government as well. But uh, Elvis, your take on uh, what he said there. I should point out, like, as crazy as what that police officer was saying, sadly, it's not the first time. So during lockdowns, our government and the police were asking the same thing, but in a slightly different vein. Back then it was dobbing your neighbor who's not following your COVID restrictions. Is someone having a barbecue and has too many friends over? Is, you know, is somebody leaving the house more often than they should? So they, they were actually asking for people to dob on your neighbors back during lockdown. So this is, as crazy as it sounds, it's just continuing. No one stood up and said this is ridiculous back then. So they, of course, they feel they can keep doing it now. Um, and obviously, there are the questions that we want to know is what is a conspiracy theory? Because right now, all the conspiracies are facts. So um, this incident with the police officer came came about because um, a teacher who had been uh, vaccine injured as a result of mandates. I had to get the vaccine to work. They were, I believe, a principal at a school. Um, they were reported as missing, and I, I still don't know who reported them missing. And the police went around, um, and they sent... The crazy thing is they claim in hindsight that they knew that this person had conspiracy theories and was a risk or whatever, yet they set novice officers around um, and uh, this, this shooting occurred. Um, they died. The neighbours died. Two police officers died. Um, and then this police um, announcement came off the back of that. So, you know, there are a lot of... Um, theories out there, suggestions that it may have been um, set up um, or that conveniently the, the police are using it to try and push their agenda. Because, again, you know, what, what's a conspiracy theory? What is someone who disagrees? Why is disagreeing with the government a bad thing? We vote for our government. Um, we can disagree with them. And when we disagree with them, we vote them out again. So if we're now being... Um, criminalized for disagreeing with our government, then they're taking away our ability to later on vote because if they lock up everyone who disagrees with the government when the next next election comes, there's only people who agree. So it is a, a kind of very concerning um, situation. Hopefully most people are awake to it, um, aware, are not foolish enough to kind of play into that part because I guarantee if I was in Queensland, I would be getting reported. Yes, yes. So, well, shortly after uh, you and I talked, I'd probably say maybe a couple 
months after the last time you and I talked uh, uh, back in uh, June, uh, you you were kicked off of Twitter, and of course, um, that that uh, one. I'm on my fourth Twitter account at the moment. So, good lord, <laughs> yeah, I remember. Of course, I because uh, that one little troll that was the first troll on the Bearded Patriot. So that's that's why they got the uh, little bit of special attention that they did. But uh, all the posts uh, they were coming after you for is all about uh, misinformation. Or they talked about how you only won one fight in the UFC. It's like, and I'm like, well, at least he made it to the UFC. What have you done? <laughs> you know? No, but, absolutely. Well, that's one of the things about the left is, and this is what I pointed out to them, is when you can't fight the argument, they attack the person. So if they have no facts and they can't present a logical, educated discussion and uh, opposing points, I have no issue with people who disagree, if you have valid points and you want to put them up, I'm happy to discuss them and argue them in an intellectual, ed educated way. But you can tell once those argument, those positions fall off and they have nothing to stand on, they go to attacking the person. And so as soon as they do that, I know I've won. At <laughs> that point, I know there's no point further logically arguing the position because They've already lost. Once they go to insults, they've admitted they don't have a, a leg to stand on. They don't have a position to back up. So their only recourse is to label you, name call you, insult what you've done or achieved. Even though it may be far beyond anything they could ever do, they still find a way to try and make it look negative in their eyes. Yeah, we call that scraping the bottom bottom of the barrel here. And, uh, you know, interestingly enough, too, you know, your old friend Tito Ortiz. I mean, of course, he, too, is getting into uh, 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 politics himself. I, I guess he ran for mayor in uh, Huntington Beach. Well, I know he was, a, I believe, a councillor because uh, I know he, he did win a seat. Uh, I don't know if it was mayor or not. I think it was just one of the seats. I know for a while there he was. Uh, in his local uh, area, which is good to see. You know, it's great to see um, more MMA guys kind of. I think because we're kind of on the fringe of society, we've always had to fight for everything. Um, it's not an easy task being a fighter, so you're used to questioning things, trying new things, uh, not believing the first thing. It's just because it's a, such a unique sport, we're always developing, growing, changing, evolving. And we take that throughout our lives. Like Jake Shields is another one. Um, he's another MMA guy who's very um, awake and aware of what's going on. And again, he does it in a very logical, argumentative way. He presents a position and he argues it doesn't rely on um, insults or name calling. Uh, and, and again, that's whenever you disagree with someone, that's the way it should be done. Presents a logical argument. If you can back it up, then great. If you can't, then, well, you need to reevaluate your position. Yeah. Uh, did you hear what uh, so, uh, people from the left were saying about Tito Ortiz? Uh, uh, I haven't recently. Uh, they're basically labeled him as a white supremacist. Even oh, though because he's got the blonde hair. Even though he's Mexican, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, white supremacist. It's just because of his hair color. He obviously identifies as that's what it's all about with the um, leftist ideologies, whatever you identify as, and therefore we can call you that. Yes. 
Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. It's utterly ridiculous. Um, but I, somebody else said something to me as well in a conversation on Facebook, and I'd like to get your take on this too. Um, but to, to go to the beginning a little bit, um, a lot of people in South Africa who are tired of, of the ANC government not doing anything about things like the farm murders or they don't do anything about the crime, a lot of South Africans, of course, have uh, seeked asylum in Australia before uh, this before COVID even happened. And, uh, of course, they call those people now the Aussie Connors. And um, now I was talking to a friend of mine who was going to be one of those people who was going to seek asylum in uh, Australia. Now he, he said his words were, I'd rather deal with the corruption, the looting, and the chance of getting shot or stabbed here in South Africa because of uh, – because Australia has is now worse as a police state. Yeah, look, I, I think we're at this stage we're at least still safer. Um, I think the problem is there is a lot of a lot more structure behind our government in pushing their agenda. So obviously, a lot more of their um, things like your digital identity pushing towards the CBDC. Um, breaking down the economy. So we're forced into a situation where they can start implementing QR codes, pushing towards a, a digital economy. And that's really where um, the real problems will lie. It won't be in that um, pillaging and shooting. It'll, it'll be, you know, you disagree and they turn off your money. You know, you disagree, exactly. they turn off your car. And um, yes, we are much further along, I think, um, because we're a much more compliant society, because we aren't pillaging and shooting and fighting and um, a little bit more hands-on like South Africa is, because of we are more advanced and um, which puts us in a more compliant position. Again, I was arguing with someone or, sorry, discussing with someone about um, in the US, Whole Foods is now... There's a store which has put a scanner in and you can't enter the store unless you have, uh, I believe, your phone on you and it scans as you walk in and, and then you pick up your food, you put it in your bag, it records what you take and then you walk out and it automatically deducts whatever you've um, taken out of the store. And I'm like, well, two things. One, what if I have cash and I don't have a phone on me? Can I go in there or how, how do I deal with that? Are you just going to lock half people out of your society what about old people who don't do well with technology or don't want that technology are you going to be forced to do it and then the second thing is is well, what about all those people that were employed before that um you know worked the checkouts and um created a relationship with their patrons because that's a you know that's a part of going shopping like i still go to my lo local shopping center it's a big woolworth but the checkout assistants know me. I chat to them. I get there. Um, they make the experience of shopping more enjoyable. Now, suddenly, you know, you take all that way and it becomes a much more clinical approach and you no longer, I guess that's what they want. They don't want you to feel like that's your shopping center. It's like they're all the same, so it doesn't matter where you go now. Um, and then they control what you can and can't buy and whether you can or can't get in. Because, again, if they... Turn off your phone um, or your app or whatever it is that allows you to enter the store, then you can't buy food. 
Um, and I just found that very concerning that there's people who are talking about digital communism, which is what it is, as if it's a good it thing. Um, and I understand, you know, technology is a good thing, and, and it, but it's how it's used. And mm -hmm. I think the problem is it, it's not being used in a way it's being sold as a good thing for the people, but it's not going to be used in a way it's a good for the people. I mean, just have a look at China with their social credit system. There was a, a period where a whole um, neighbourhood had their um, COVID passes switched to red. They couldn't even get into their buildings. They were camping on the streets because they couldn't access their buildings. They couldn't access the, the supermarkets. They couldn't. So literally with tents and people living on the streets because the government decided they were a health risk and turned all their COVID passes red. What do you do? And it's the same thing someone brought up is I want to go into a store and my, my pass is red. It's not letting me in. Who do you argue with? There's no one to talk to. There's no one to say, hey, look, this is a mistake. Hey, I need – this is an, a, an emergency. I need some help. Nope, it's, it's all AI. It's all automated and – you're stuck. So you, once you start losing that ability, you also lose the ability to fight back, which is what people don't understand. Or, you know, when mistakes happen, you, you suffer regardless. It, even if it's not your fault and you're in a position where it's red, there's no one you can go to. How do you solve the problem? There's no one there. And um, so, yeah, it's it kind of, I think this digital communism is a very concerning thing. Oh, very. Um, very. Yeah, and it, again, it's been where I, I think we're leading it, but I can also see, you know, the US is pushing for it. The European Union is pushing it for very hard. Um, interestingly, I just heard that um, Russia banned the, the use of using biometric data to um, um, use against their own people, so you can no longer do that. So they've banned that in Russia. So Hey, it would be great if we could get something like that over here. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, I'll be honest too, you know, and it comes down to that, uh, that, that whole conflict between Russia and Ukraine. I could care less. I don't, those nations have been fighting for a long time. I, unless they're using nukes, we don't need to get involved. Um, you yep. know, just let them fight well, it out unless well, they this use is nukes. Yeah. This, this is the crazy thing. Australia is probably one of the most um, resource-rich countries in the world. We have everything you need. We have the minerals, we have coal, we have gas, we have oil, um, we have an abundance of iron ore, we have um, crops, we have massive grazing lands, um, we have plenty of water. We are literally, we could be self-sufficient if our government hadn't sold off all our industry and forced all our manufacturing overseas, we could entirely be a self-sufficient nation. And they're yeah. blaming our inflation and rising energy costs on the war on Ukraine. And it's like it has nothing to do with our – first of all, it has nothing to do with our country. We're not even close to them. Um, none of our resources need to come from Russia or the Ukraine. So why are our prices go? Our energy prices going up? 
you know, and they're using that because obviously they've got the renewal, new, renewable energy agenda that they're pushing uh, and renewable energy isn't the cheaper option, isn't the easier option. Um, it's unreliable, can't produce baseload power. South Australia, which has a, a large portion of theirs on renewable, has ro constant rolling blackouts at the moment um, because their battery, they've got a giant, one of the largest, I think, batteries in the world um, for a city, um, can only last two hours. It's like, yeah, they're... Yeah, what happens after that? So you go into rolling blackouts. It's it's uh, until the next day, until you get enough sun or wind or whatever it is to charge it up. And that's if that power isn't being used because no one's had power for the last, you know, eight hours overnight. So now all the power is being used there. Do they stop people using power so they can charge the battery? You know, um, it, yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah, it's something they're doing in uh, South Africa because they haven't really worked a lot on their grid, and so a lot of it's failing. Um, of course, uh, I could I could be a little bit wrong on that, but they they're constantly uh, going through uh, rolling blackouts, or as they call it over there, load shedding. <laughs> yeah. Now, but just to be just to be clear as well, I'm not against renewables. I think they have a place. I believe um, renewables can work in small. Um, either residential or even farming communities. It makes sense if I'm on an isolated farm that I have the ability to generate wind and um, solar energy. But a lot of those also require diesel generators to back it up. Um, I have a solar setup on my home. I think from a residential perspective, it's um, relatively harmless. I'm not putting it on the land and destroying the land. It's on my roof, which is already there. I have a battery. So, you know, I do see that there can be value in these sort of renewables, but I just don't believe they're effective when scaled out to try and provide power for an entire nation or city or oh, yeah. um, state. I think that's where the, the problem is, is scaling it. One, we don't have enough lithium in the world to pr pr produce enough batteries. If the whole world went um, electric vehicles, we wouldn't have enough lith lithium to oh, actually produce batteries. That, you know, if we needed batteries for every city, if we needed batteries for every city for, you know, renewable energy grids to ensure we have baseload power, we wouldn't be able to actually get enough lithium to create those batteries. Is new technology being researched? Sure. But have we come up with a, um, a reasonable replacement battery solution? No. So renewable isn't, we shouldn't be pushing for it, especially when nuclear um, is such a safe option. I mean, compared to what it was 50 years or 100 years ago, it is very safe. They're now modular. A lot of the nuclear fuel can be then refed back into the reactor. So the waste is reused. So, and only very small amounts of it need to be stored until they become um, non-radioactive. And if we use things like thorium, which are much safer, so there's no risk of meltdown. The, the nuclear reactors they have today um, are so advanced with their safety features, it's not funny, but they're also so advanced that they don't even need them. The, the reactors can fail and they won't burn out. Um, and I, I really think we should be pushing towards a nuclear solution, but that would pr provide... Um, cheap energy, easily achievable energy, 
and it would solve a lot of the problems because obviously it, it would it's 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 a it's a low emission, it's uh, very cheap and easily available energy, and I think that's more the reason. Like you can't use the the risks of it anymore. I mean, Australia it's actually illegal. We we can't even it, it's against the law. It's not that they're not doing it; it's against the law to have one. Mm-hmm. Um, yet we yeah, have a sure. nuclear reactor here in Sydney. And what, it's been running for, I think, something like 60 years. They've already upgraded it um, once and not a single issue. Yet if you bring up nuclear energy, people go, oh, it's too dangerous. I'm like, we live next to a nuclear reactor. What are you talking about? Lucas Heights. It's the reason, the way they get around it is a scientific research facility. So they have it there because they're doing scientific medical research and that sort of stuff. So they have their own nuclear reactor. But the simple fact is it's a nuclear reactor that's safe, that has had no problems, and we've been living next to it. So if we can live next to the research one, why can't we live next to one that provides us power? I agree. And that was something I want to ask you about because, you know, some things, uh, you know, uh, going on um, in in Europe, especially in Holland, you know, things going on here in the United States and things going on in South Africa when it comes to private property. Of course, South Africa, they're uh, pushing uh, land expropriation without compensation, saying they're, uh, you know, the the white men came along and took our land. And now and so we're going to take it back when the truth is they're so they're so deep in debt to China that uh, that's that's why they're expropriating the land is because they're you know they got to pay they got to give China something to pay off their debt. Then of yeah. course uh, we've got you know, we got the farms over in Europe, and then here in the U.S. we've got cattle just mysteriously dying, and um, you know talks of uh, tax big tax increases on. Uh, land ownership then you have klaus schwab right beside george soros coming out of the woodwork and saying we need a great reset by 2030 you will own nothing and you will be happy absolutely you get the agenda 2021 um now moved to 2025 and as you said the, the great reset for 2030 um Interestingly enough, there was a, a new policy in Victoria, and uh, I'm sure you're well aware of Dan Andrews and his um, exploits over the last couple of years, and I'm still astounded that he was voted back into power. I'm sure there's a lot more behind it than um, is obvious. But anyway, in Victoria, they've now um, – I'm not sure if it's a new law or if it's uh, an existing law, but I was just reading it up and it's um, from the Victorian government website. And what they've done is they've now put in a law where if the government increases the value of your property, and by that they mean that they rezone it. So if the zoning changes so the property value goes up, you now have to pay the government for the increased value, like I don't think you, you pay the full amount of what it's worth when it increases, but you have to pay them a large sum of money. Now, if you have a poor neighbourhood and you want to take that neighbourhood away from the people, you go in there, you rezone it into from you know residential one, which is low housing, and maybe to residential three, which is high rises. 
Now the property triples in value. Now all these poor neighbourhoods have to pay the government $50,000 or something like that. Now that's not money your average Australian would be able to pull out of their pocket and do it. And then the government comes along and goes, look, you owe us this money. We're willing to buy your property um, for X amount and we've solved your problem. You know, how, why can't that happen? And, and it's just a scary thing that the government can decide whether to rezone your property to increase the value and then you now owe the government money. It's insane. Um, what's also insane is the current federal government has a policy to help new homeowners because inflation is out of control, interest rates are going up, people can't afford to buy a home, and, hey, it's not the government's fault, is it? Um, so now they have a scheme to help people buy homes where they'll put in 40% of the purchase price of your home. But that means they own 40% of your home. Yeah. You know, at the moment, it's like, okay, you know, it's helping you. You get the home and then you can um, buy it back from them at a later date. But if your property value increases, you've got to pay the increased value as part of the share. Now, if they buy the house with you for 40%, then rezone it so the property price goes right up, now they're making money. Because now the properties, they, you've got to pay them back the 40%, but now that 40% is worth more than what your 60% was at the start. Even though your 60% value has gone up, you now owe the government a lot more money. Um, and then, well, what happens if the government decides to call it back? You, you buy a you know, $500,000 home, they've given you um, $200,000, you know, you've paid off, you know, 50,000 of your share. So you still owe 250,000. The government, you still owe, the government owns 200,000 and they go, okay, we want the money. What do you do? <laughs> yeah. Or as I, or as I said, zoning changes. So the house is now worth a million dollars. So that $200,000 that you owe them is now $400,000. So now you've got to pay $400,000 off, but on top of that, you've got to pay the $50,000 um, to the government because the rezoning has increased the value of the property. It's just, again, is it happening now? No. But is the ability for the government to do that in place? It is now. Oh, this is what people don't understand. This is the way that they will, you know, start taking our property if they want to. Again, if they don't, they don't. But if they want to, everything is in place for them to do it. And it, it is honestly terrifying. Very, very. I mean, uh, yeah, you look at uh, look at Klaus Schwab, you look at George Soros and the, the agenda they got planned. I mean, these, these two people, along with, of course, a lot of other people with them, I mean, these are, are the biggest criminals we have. I, I mean, you know, it's interesting enough. You look at George Soros. If he goes to Russia, they're going to kill him. He's not allowed in the country that he was born in because they hate him. So he's here yeah. in the U.S. and he's already said that his his main goal is to destroy this country. And he's not joking. He's, he's helped crash other economies. And then Klaus Schwab, head of the World Economic Forums saying we need a great reset and you'll own nothing and be happy. 
don't tell me that's not concerning. Yeah, absolutely. And again, they, they will dress it up with all pretty bows and sparkles. Um, but underneath what it is, it's them uh, acquiring your possessions and you having to pay to get your own stuff back. Well, Elvis, let me tell you this. Uh, one of the wise men I used to talk to a long time ago uh, before uh, – you know, he's, he's not gone, but uh, he, he had a stroke, and he, you know, it's tough for him to communicate now. But uh, Clay Douglas, he told me that uh, part of the uh, agenda of the communist wor one-world government new world order is first and foremost they're going to go after the farmers because the farmers know how to be self-sufficient – Grow their own food, you know, and raise raise cattle. They know how to butcher and and all that. They they're self sufficient. The government doesn't like self sufficiency because well, they're also are, communities as well. They're they're yeah. they're small communities together that share and trade and swap exactly and barter, and they don't rely on the the major economic community outside of it. If that shuts down, they can keep going. And then, then, of course, yeah, the farmers and communities like you spoke of. Then, of course, the uh, the other group they're going to go after, people like me who are going to remain faithful to the old regime. So. Absolutely. Look, yeah, we can, we can see it's happening. Obviously, um, it, it's happening in Europe. Um, we're seeing, you know, farmers fighting with the government and they're trying to take their land away. Um, in the US, Bill Gates <laughs> buying up land. So he's, um, for someone who's pushing a communist agenda, he's being very capitalist in his approach. So, you know, buying, uh, he's now the largest um, land, farm land holder in the US, which is crazy. Uh, even here in Australia, there, um, there, I know there's some land up in uh, Queensland and they're pushing to buy it off the, the farmers. They kind of, almost like sending them broke and then buying the land off them and then turning it into reserves so you can no longer farm it. So slowly um, reducing the amount of farmland and, and what happens with that is, is your farmland disappears, your access to food disappears and then suddenly you become reliant on highly processed foods because you can have fields of wheat and if I'm starving, I go to a field of wheat and it's not going to help me. You know, field of corn, I might survive for a little while, but I'm not going to get enough nutrients. Um, whereas, you know, your wheat, your corn, your soy um, can be highly processed and turned to food. So now they can control the food source. Whereas if I go to a farm where there's sheep and cattle and vegetables and fruit trees, now I can pull a couple of apples off a tree. I can catch a rabbit. I can catch a, a, a you know, buy a sheep off my my farmer, um, buy half a cow, and I can survive. I go to the um, monocrop farm and I buy um, a trailer load of soy. <laughs> I got nothing. You know, I'm going to die. And again, that's what people don't realize. It's it's not just about removing the food source, but changing it, changing it. And again, same with crickets. Um, if I go to a cricket farm, I could steal as many crickets as I want. I'm not going to survive because it needs to be processed. A small amount of insects is edible. You know, we can cook them and eat them. We can um, survive because, it, you know, the Aboriginals have done it and there are other cultures <laughs> yeah. have done it. But you can't do it in on mass. Like 
if you use it as your sole source of food, it's going to kill you. There are, there are proteins in the crickets and uh, the other insects which, you know, in large quantities are not good for us. will make us sick and will make us die if we, if we keep doing it. Um, so, you know, if they convert um, our cattle farms to cricket farms, it's like, well, now I can't go to the farmer and, and trade something for some food because what am I going to do with a, with a bucket full of crickets? Yeah. Uh, I honestly, uh, yeah, I, I, I just can't fathom the thought of eating bugs or worms. Uh, I'm, look, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm a hundred percent grass fed steak man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, look, I, I still value the fact that for a survival food, it, it's there. You know, if you're lost in the uh, bush and you've got to dig up grubs or something to stay alive, that's different than making it a – it's not going to make you thrive. There's a difference between survive and thrive. Uh, to thrive, we need whole foods. We need, you know, cattle, sheep, uh, eggs, chickens, you know, um, organically grown fruits and vegetables, foods that come from nature and we've kind of evolved to eat. Now, my cousin, uh, one of my cousins, he went to Australia after he graduated high school and he told me that uh, kangaroo was pretty good. <laughs> but What's it? Uh, it's a very lean, it's a dark meat, it's a very lean meat. Um, you have to, um, you have to be, again, um, uh a connoisseur steak eater. So if you're not used to eating rare steaks, you're probably not going to enjoy kangaroo. Um, it's not, you can't like beef, you can overcook beef and it's still edible. Um, it's a horrible idea to me, <laughs> um, but it can be done. You know, I like my steaks quite rare. And, uh, but with, um, with kangaroo, it just becomes very tough and difficult to chew. Um, I'm, I'm, my guess is it's probably very similar to like venison or something like that, that if you oh. overcook it, it's not going to be yeah. um, very nice. So, yeah, if you cook it rare, it's a, it's a fantastic steak. Apparently, a crocodile's not bad, though. I've never had it. I've had alligator, and it's very good. And rattlesnake, it's not bad. So there you go. I, I'm, I'm part Native American, so. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but... Uh, Elvis, we are out of time for the segment. I want to thank you once again for uh, joining me and uh, discussing this and bring, bringing a bit more light, you know, because America needs to know what's going on because uh, once it happens there, they're coming for us here too. And so we. 100%. As I said earlier, I think we're a bit of a test case and they'll see what we what can get away with here. And as I said, we're a very compliant nation. We've always been a very easygoing nation. Anyone who knows an Aussie, we're laid back, easygoing. If it doesn't affect us, we're not too concerned about it. And I think that attitude, though, is fantastic when you're around good people, um, has caused a bit of an issue because it's kind of made us a little bit too compliant with our government and society. So, yeah, it's great that um, hopefully more uh, Americans can hear and see what's going on. And, and I kind of hope that this gets to more Australians because more Australians need to know and understand what's going on and, and to see the bigger picture again when they're selling convenience um people tend to overlook where that leads absolutely so uh elvis once again uh, give yourself a plug uh, if, if you want to give out your twitter handle or your fourth one well, or your website yeah, the, what, what you the, got? the current one is the aussie elvis 
So uh, check me out on Twitter. I'm on always on there, um, making trouble, trying not to get into trouble, um, discussing what's going on, you know, um, talking about the uh, CBDCs, the digital currency, digital economy, uh, the COVID thing. Uh, we had a very interesting situation recently with Dr. Karen Phelps, who was part of um, the AMA board, which was a big thing. Her and her partner were vaccinated, um, have suffered vaccine injury, I believe, um, pericarditis and myocarditis. Um, and they've actually come out against um, the TGA for not making it more aware. But I, I still worry that um, as much as they've come out and it's at least coming to the forefront of the mainstream media that, you know, there is risks to the vaccine, that I think they're more upset that they weren't told, not that the community wasn't told. Um, because they got, when they got injured uh, quite a while ago, yet during this whole time they've still been pushing the agenda, you know, she has uh, doctors and they push the vaccine and they're pushing for children to get vaccinated. And she's just complaining about her situation. And, yes, that has been fantastic and it has given us um, a bit of a platform to let people know that we're not, it's not a conspiracy anymore. We're telling the truth. Um, and now the, the, the media is going, oh, people are using what she's saying to push conspiracy agenda. And I'm like, well, no, they've just proven it's not conspiracy agenda. But, um, again, the media and the government, as we saw at that very first clip that when we started here, We'll use that terminology and throw it around without actually defining it. Anyway, well, Elvis, once again, thank you so much. And uh, I, I don't think this is the last time we'll be talking as, as more unfolds. Well, I hope so. Next year, I plan to run for the state election. So hopefully we can have another chat early in the new year. Um, and I'll just finish it off here because I can keep on talking. Otherwise, it's always good to be the king. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Take care. All right, there you have the discussion with the king of rock and rumble, Elvis Sinisek. It was good to talk to him. And as I stated, it's not going to be the last time he's on the show. Coming up, we've got our first music set of the show. We're going to have Josh Bricker, going to be followed by Jack Perro, Texas Hippie Coalition, Shelby G, and Lurid Liz. Be right back after this. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother. Hey, do you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth? Light blonde, top on, daisy deuce tie like a koozie on A cold beer, red lips, pop the top off and make it twist A butt light, so right, shaking that money maker all night Cause this girl right here, it's my favorite kind of beer It's got a gold down smooth, it'll light me up just right But the way she's moving them hips, man Feeling alright. I don't need no alcohol. She's got me buzzing all night. Cause this girl right here is my favorite kind of beer. It's my favorite kind of beer. She might be. 
Sylvia Yingling, a spring flame When she goes out, she's wearing that bling A shock top, yeah, don't stop Keep pouring that beer, yeah, feel it to the top Corona, made me wanna Take you down an old back road Cause this girl, right here It's my favorite kind of beer It's gotta go down smooth And light me up just right But the way she's moving them hips Man's got me feeling alright I don't need no alcohol She's got me buzzing all night Cause this girl, right here It's my favorite kind of beer Feel it to the top. It's gotta go down smooth and lock me up just right. But the way she's moving them hips, man's got me feeling alright. I don't need no alcohol, she's got me buzzing all night. Cause this girl right here is my favorite kind of beer. It's my favorite kind of beer. So let's face it, you're blind. It's probably a preconceived notion that you'll be stuck to your chair and you won't be able to go out this weekend. You wish you could go out and party with those silent people, but you just don't fit in. But don't worry, we feel your pain. That's why JWorks has developed Virtual Beer Pong. That's right, the game that's the rage at all your local keggers can now be played in front of your computer. And you don't even need any beer to play, because you probably can't get a ride to the store anyway. Just use your arrow keys to guide the ball towards the cups and press the space bar to launch the ball. It's just like you were at a real party. And as the night goes on, your fun will grow exponentially. Order Virtual Beer Pong from JWorks today. Virtual one-night stand not included. Go! 
Opini in cheese flow Voglio di una cambrana squirt Baby, i cani no di giola I slurr up The sea for the fisser All take bite Yo, i uccelli che planeta resta Ai, the sea I see by the sea I see vacanze Co, i tenghi lanci Dam leg me da om Ti tira pompe combo Ja, i vo vies Ti dope in i car Ti chomis, ti fies Ti tachis, ti bands Ti brois in i bluton I manne, di maisis Ti frine vat omkom I vodka in i bottom In i shot in i beat Ti te feel dope Kost in die mier, en is de baat een time, summer is hier Zo grijp een cold wine en gooi het op op die vier
No respect, sorry now, yeah I bet Had your chance, don't forget You should stay the fuck away I am not about to play Not today, I'm not okay I broke free, I couldn't wait No veil or mystery Want to make you history Knowing you is so much hell I think my soul is blistering You could call me stupid bitch Sure, I'm not a clever bitch One who doesn't always show What the fuck you're messing with You don't know me, you don't own me I'm too much hate, don't you touch me Give me reasons, I should keep them I should hide your fucking secrets Know your type, know it well I'm attracted to the hell You won't say it's your fault I won't either, I will blame myself I don't think you're sorry, dude Over what you put me through Well, okay, I'm working through what, But I'm great and so not ruined There I go convincing me I have no consistency Yeah, I know I'm so extreme I also know I really need summer I am seeing stars Write a fucking hundred bars Anyways, I am alive Anything, I will survive You know there's no stopping me I give a fuck, you're mad at me Only think it's sad to see You're such a fucking tragedy Oh my god, oh my god Give a fuck, you think it's wrong It's not fair, I made a song Fuck me, kick rocks You don't know me, you don't own me I'm too much hate Don't you touch me, give me reasons I should keep them, I should hide your fucking secrets Know your type, know it well I'm attracted to the hell You won't say it's your fault I won't either, I will blame myself I don't think you're sorry, dude I don't think you're sorry, dude Tell me, I repeat myself I am me, so I have a clue Tell me, I repeat myself How have you misunderstood? Tell me, I repeat myself I would stop it if I could You don't know me, you don't own me I'm too much hate, don't you touch me Give me reasons, I should keep them I should hide your fucking secrets Know your type, know it well I'm attracted to the hell You won't say it's your fault I won't either, I will blame myself I don't think you're sorry, dude Over what you put me through Well, okay, I'm working through it But I'm great and so not ruined There I go convincing me I have no consistency Yeah, I know I'm so extreme Yeah, I know I'm so extreme Yeah, I know I'm so extreme Yeah, I know I'm so extreme
There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready, because it's just you, your Hunter Athletic Gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, Hunter Athletic Gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection, and speed. Battle after battle, Hunter Athletic Gear is the brand celebrating your victory. Hunter Athletic Gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies, including compression pants, fight shorts, hoodies, vests, caps, and bikinis. They can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business. Visit their website at hunterathletic.myshopify.com. Gear up and let's train. What news and information are your media dollars buying when the narrative is prescribed by the advertisers? Scripted lies, media brainwashing, and thought control. Take back your voice. Take back our media. But most of all, take back our First Amendment. Subscribe to Caravan to Midnight today for hard-hitting commentary free from political correctness and media bias as I and some of the most intelligent and interesting people on Earth delve deep into what really lies beyond the headlines. Three to four hour uninterrupted and uncensored information. Join our CTM family today. Join the movement. Join the fight for freedom and independence. Caravan to Midnight is media for the people, by the people, independent of commercial obligations or influence. For less than a cup of coffee per month, you can make a difference. Let the people fund the next news network. Help us grow. Help us create a platform where we place freedom of speech and thought first. Join the family at caravantomidnight.com. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is the Second Amendment of the United States of America's Constitution. This Second Amendment, the right of law-abiding Americans to privately own and possess firearms, is under attack like no other time in America's history. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have pledged to take away your Second Amendment rights through gun bans, gun confiscations, and government regulations. Even a gun tax. Do not take this lying down. The time to take action and fight to protect your Second Amendment rights is now. Join the Second Amendment Foundation, the oldest and largest nonprofit foundation focused on protecting your Second Amendment rights. For more information, to join or to donate, visit saf.org. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Cancel culture has not only affected myself and MyPillow, but also millions of you out there. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you for all your support. At MyPillow, we have hundreds of products now, including my new slippers, bathrobes, sleepwear, and my new beds. We are offering the best products ever for the best prices ever. Mike Lindell is a true patriot who loves America, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code OUTLAW for all Mike's great discounts. Or call 1-800-652-3982. And remember to use promo code OUTLAW. 
And now a message for the men. Listen up, guys. Fact. As we men age, our IGF-1 growth factor levels decrease, which can lead to gradual deterioration of energy, muscle growth, and immune function. From Neutronics Labs comes a line of health supplements that make men men again. Deer Antler Velvet. Listen. IGF-1 Plus Deer Antler Velvet contains the most concentrated source of widely diversified nutrition found in the plant or animal kingdom. Choose from Neutronics Labs liposome spray products. From the Ultra 10,000 Nanograms Package to the Platinum 300,000 Nanograms Package. There are also specially formulated supplements for joint pain relief, more energy, better stamina, better natural sleep, stress relief, and weight loss. For more information about these amazing products, visit keys2life.shop. That's K-E-Y-S, the number 2, life.shop. IGF-1 Plus Deer Antler Velvet Supplements from Neutronics Labs. Making men men again. Yo, baby, you've had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your ass. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Coldcock Whiskey. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, Gear Up, Let's Train, and Neutronics IGF-1, Making Men, Men Again. Songs you just heard, you just heard Lured Liz with My Too Late. Before that, Shelby G with her cover of Gretchen Wilson's Here for the Party. Before that, Texas Hippie Coalition with Turn It Up. Before that, Jack Barrow with P-A-R-T-Y. <laughs> and starting off the whole set, my favorite kind of beer by Josh Bricker. All right, moving right along, I'm joined by the icon Stephen James for Outlaw Radio Crime Stories. Here we go. The man's got a right to protect his property and his life. Outlaw Radio Crime Stories. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this edition of Outlaw Radio Crime Stories. I am joined, of course, by the icon, Stephen James. What's up, brother? What's going on, my brother? Yeah, so you'll be joining me for the remainder of the show. Happy. Uh, yes, yes, indeed. So, uh, so those of you that have been following uh, the Bearded Patriots uh, video channels, of course, uh, you know that... Uh, on Monday nights, I have been joining Radix Verum on Patriot Soapbox, and uh, this last this last Monday, of course, uh, she's been talking uh, more and more about the Gretchen Whitmore kidnapping hoax. Um, of course, Steve, I don't know how much you followed this story or yeah, uh, uh, very lightly, so I'd know not a whole lot about it. Okay, so the reason why I, this is an edition of Crime Stories because I'm so um, the people I'm talking about, I'm not going to say they're 100% saints, but I think they're more the victims, and the so-called law enforcement are the fucking criminals. And I'm not. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and throw this out, and I'm stealing this this from Adam Carolla, but I'm willing to bet everybody involved in this story is. 
definitely not a Jew. I, I don't know. I don't care. But I'm not see, and I'm saying this uh, real quick, though, real quick. I almost forgot something. I almost forgot because uh, I have to get used to this this part of the uh, doing the videos anyway. But uh, yes, don't forget to check to check out and shop the Outlaw Radio affiliates. We've got Mike Lindell's My Pillow. Order something from My Pillow or My Store. Use promo code Outlaw. Get yourself some food that has a shelf life of up to 25 years with My Patriot Supply. And believe me, if you want to avoid eating bugs like Klaus Schwab is going to want you to do, this is a this will be a damn good investment to get into. There's We the People Holsters, Tactical Brotherhood, Enroll in uh, Red Pill University, all in the links in the description. So got that out of the way there. Um, Quick question. We got Mike Lindell hanging with us. Well, I love that. I love that man. Yes, I really well, do. Well, we have affiliation with my pillow, so hey. God bless Mike Lindell and God bless Outlaw Radio. Yes, indeed. So yeah, like I said, uh I'll expect my checks in. Yeah. <laughs> Use promo code Outlaw when you shop. Now then, uh, what am I talking about when I say I think it's the law enforcement who are the real criminals in the cases I'm going to bring up. I am not talking about local police. I am not talking about your county sheriff. I am talking about the FB fucking I, the IRS, who I might as well put them in that category since now they're an armed force. To reckon I, I mean, to be fair, the IRS can put you in prison, so I would consider them law enforcement. Um, you know, the, the ATF, the DEA, and all this shit. So let's 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 rewind the clock a little bit here on people who have been set up by these corrupt organizations that some need to be abolished. The FBI does not need to be abolished, it needs to be reformed back into the image that J. Edgar Hoover had set forth. That one was going to be my big argument, so I can skip that. Yes. Um, and no, no, it's all a matter, and I say that, Stephen, because it's a matter of jurisdiction. You know, as a former law enforcement officer, the, I do. the, the, the city police cover the city limits. Anything outside of that is a county matter, so that's for the sheriff. Anything outside the county is for the state troopers. Anything outside the state troopers across state lines is for the FBI. And to put a final pin on that part, when it comes to uh, anything with banks or federal organizations, the FBI does have, uh, you know, Obviously, you know, jurisdiction. And if the banking system isn't corrupt enough as it is, too. Yeah, oh, thank you. Oh, shit. So, first off, let's start with an incident uh, of about 300 miles north of me, close to the Canadian border, Ruby Ridge. Uh, do we need to have the Mounties involved in this? No, because this didn't happen in Canada. Are you just, are you sure? 
This happened in Idaho, asshole. <laughs> Just making him. Yeah. Clear. No, it wasn't. It wasn't across into the Canadian border. So no, the the, the Mounties are. Uh, so the Canadians are not having to pay for uh, extra horseshoes or anything like that, right? Right. <laughs> okay. Just being clear. Um, but uh, you know, a lot of people are like, "Well, Randy, I've heard a lot of liberals lately." Say Randy Weaver got what he deserved because he was a white supremacist. He really deserved to have FBI and and uh, ATF agents ambush him and kill his son and kill his wife because you think he was a white supremacist. Fuck you. Well, was he? It, it doesn't. It doesn't even fucking matter. The man is dead, and I don't care. Not only that, he was a no. man. It, no, I mean, it does matter because you know, was his son a white supremacist? His son was like uh, between the ages of ten and fifteen. Okay, so did his son deserve to die? Absolutely not. Even if he was a white supremacist. Well, no, that also would be a. Prefactual statement. So, you know, the, the whole reason was um, first off, it, it was already established, too. You know, uh, somebody else said, oh, the state of Idaho is nothing but Nazis and KKK and all that. Well, gee, yeah, KKK established, uh, uh, or whoever it was. Somebody, I don't know who, established something in North Idaho uh, with, for the KKK, the Aryan Nations, the skinheads, what the fuck ever. Somebody from fucking California coming over to California, my Idaho. Well, I think your problem needs to be with the state of California because... yeah. What a shit show that place is. And I know I'm from there. I, I, and, I was going to say, I'm not shitting on your home state. Oh, no shit on my home state. I literally have said, I think on this show or one of our shows many times, I don't go back to that state unless it's for a funeral. Not, not even a wedding. A funeral. Somebody has to die for me to come back there. And the last one that I came back there for uh, was my dearly departed sister. And I do not go back to that state. It's just, I go to Vegas and it's close enough for the family that I have in California that if they want to see me, they can drive two or three hours after I've driven 24 to come see me and if they don't want to see me then they're not willing to make that drive so I don't care about that but but, but you know all that's beside the point I do know that there that there's Aryan Brotherhood out there and I think it's in all, they're in all 50 states they're just a bit more underground but they are there am I wrong I don't even think that it's the they're all that underground. I think it's that state is so liberal. Everything we see as no, far as news. I'm not is, talking about I'm not talking about California. Oh, I'm sorry. Talking, I'm I mean somebody who says Idaho's full of Nazis. 
You know, I'm, I think there are Aryan Brotherhood, KKK, skinheads in all 50 states somewhere. They're just a bit more underground. Uh, I wouldn't argue with that at all. Yeah. So anyway, but but that's all be, beside the point. What was Randy Weaver busted for? Um, I guess it, it was in possession of illegal weapons because... He was tricked into buying a sawed-off shotgun that uh, was barely, I guess, the the length of the barrel was barely under the legal limit. Um, And he he was tricked into buying it. And so, I mean, they didn't even come and pound on his door and say, we have an arrest warrant. They stood by with fucking uh, machine guns and, and, and ambushed, and they didn't even give a warning. They just started shooting and killed his son. And then killed his wife. And, and they know they botched the son of a bitch. Otherwise, Randy Weaver wouldn't have gotten a, a million dollar plus lawsuit. Now that's the problem that with the federal government is we do tend to go, you know, overhand. When you have an arrest warrant, the first thing you should do is Hello, got an arrest warrant for Randy. When you don't get an answer, maybe then step it up a bit. But no, just go right to, okay, these guys are hardcore. They're white supremacists. We're going to surround the compound. We're going to make one attempt at a knock, but when that knock doesn't work, then we go in. And we, you know, shoot everyone. Does that work for you? Yeah, so we have what happened up in Ruby Ridge. What happened a couple years later? That's right, Waco, Texas. Now, I'm not going to say... Waco was a different situation. Yes, the ATF was still fucked up then, and they could have handled that better, but they did have a lot more information. Oh, they had. I'm not saying they didn't have anything to go on because uh, David Koresh, number one, uh, it, it's proven that at, and uh, survivors of the Branch Davidian said that he was a pedophile. It was uh, Branch Davidian, by the way. That's what I said. Branch Davidian. That didn't sound like it. But, fucking grammar Nazi. I am. A little bit. Um, you know, the way they, they executed that whole matter was basically an execution all the way. It was an execution. Well, Our first people, off, whether the ATF and the FBI were wrong in that is neither here nor there. Yeah, it could have been solved better with a, you know, Open the door, we have a search warrant. And a battering ram. They didn't do that because they figured they'd be shot. Instead, they surrounded the place and gave them time to arm themselves. You could have wound up with some Asian shot if you just went the fuck in there. But you did wind up with some Asian shot because you gave them target points. So... Yeah, 
And the guy was fucking crazy, period. Well, we know that. We know that. And I'm not leaving that factor out of it. But who ended up paying the ultimate price in the end? A bunch of uh, children. Yeah. And so, that's honestly is terrible. But well, there actually is no button there. I've got no argument. So let's move. So and over the over the past few weeks, uh, when I've been joining Radix Verum on um, Patriot Soapbox, uh, she she is. Uh, I like that show. Yes, thank you. She has mentioned the Gretmore, Gretton Whitmore kidnapping hoax. I don't know how many times because she's in the middle of making a documentary on it that I can't wait to come come out and. Uh, it should be really good. Yes, but basically, in a nutshell, what happened there was I'm, the whole thing, all the trials and all that are a fucking kangaroo court. It's a setup by the FBI. I strongly believe that. It's because uh, guys from the militia, yes, they're, they're, I forgot what militia or whatever, just average Joes like you and me, Stephen, they're sitting at a bar having a beer and they fucking hate Gretchen Whitmore because she's a shitty fucking Democrat governor who's going along with the Biden agenda. It literally, the step the federal government stops to think about and forgets is literally knock on the fucking door and talk to these people. See, because what it, what it all started with was these members of the militia sitting down, having a few beers, and they, they were uh, kind of making tasteless jokes like, I wish somebody would kidnap her and hogtie her, blah, 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 you know. And that, that's ex they were saying things like that, and that's what led to the uh, Oh, yeah, somebody had you know, a few too many uh, you know, whiskey sours. Or whatever you people up there in Idaho think, drink. I drink bourbon. What the hell do you think you make whiskey sour out of? I, I don't. I don't drink mixed drinks. I may, maybe in a, a screwdriver once in a while. But me, I'm a bourbon man. All right, and, and I I prefer it straight. What was that uh, peanut butter bourbon that uh, sponsors us? Oh, no, cold cock whiskey. There you go. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> but literally all of this could be solved most of the time with a knock on the damn door and having a conversation. No, serving. that's not what they're. That's not what this is about, though. I mean, obviously, they can do it the easy way. I understand. Well, that's where it starts, though. You send someone to knock on the fucking door and hand them a piece of paper. That's then a, we work out the courts. If they don't avail themselves of the courts, then yes, we surround their compound no, and do all that. No, this is what this is basically what it turned into is is that they're you know they're skipping all that process you're talking about, Stephen, and they're they're like, well. We got to see if there's evidence. And if there's not any evidence, we got to make some evidence so we can put these people away. 
Well, first off, in a lot of cases, you're going to see, you know, uh, you pointed out the sawed-off shotgun that was sold to them by the government. That's, in my opinion, and I am all for law enforcement, but you start manufacturing evidence or you create evidence, like in the case of, you know, let's take a quarter-inch off this shotgun and sell it to them. No, that's entrapment. Well, I think uh, what I li- I kind of like what uh, Phil Scopes. So that's a name we haven't mentioned a lot. Oh time. God! But he kind of had you the perfect- like what he had to say about anything. No, he had the perfect phrase for that situation. Oh, Dirty I bet pool. he did a Chicago liberal. Dirty pool. At least, hey, you can you can put that label on it because it fucking fits. That is it- dirty pool. It does. I just don't like him giving him credit. <laughs> Big man. Uh, <laughs> can yeah. I have a Big Mac, please? <laughs> oh my goodness! I just got to stray for a moment. Out that you, you and Tommy making fun of him singing about uh, <laughs> when the white gets- stripes. <laughs> No, it's all in uh, jeopardy. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that was just. <laughs> Please move on. <laughs> hey, that I, know a, I know it's a New Year's show, and I'm supposed to be drinking, but good God, don't make me sound like a drunk. <laughs> you know what, though? Uh, just real quick, one thing maybe I think we should do because this is still all AOW chain is uh, somewhere. I still have the battle calls uh, that you and Tommy did. And uh, maybe once I got to play a couple of them. So. Oh, we really need to. <laughs> those, some of those were really classic and they were funny as fucking shit. Yeah. But, but uh, anyway, let's. Yeah, you know, and there there was another thing too. You know what? I I recently watched uh, a movie from the uh, late '90s that I absolutely loved when it came out. You remember the Newton Boys? I do actually. I remember one of the uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yep. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey, Skeet Ulrich, uh, Ethan Hawke, and Dwight Strokem or Yoakum. By the way. Can you tell the difference between Skeet Ulrich and the other guy? Uh, it's, oh no, I can't. You're right. Uh, but uh, but that the, being that being said, uh, the last uh, surviving member of uh, them, when he was asked in an in interview, said, "Why did you rob banks?" He said, "That's where the money is." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a uh, pr- but, that wasn't one of the actors. That was uh, the actual person. That's what he said to Johnny Carson. Yeah. Yep. But uh, no. The, so if you remember that part where uh, 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 Joe Newton, the, the youngest one, he goes to jail for the first time, and he shows up wearing a red sweater. And, oh, perfect. Uh, was that? Uh, yeah, uh, Skeet Ulrich or the other one. That was, I believe that was Skeet. Yeah, oh, that, okay. a, and uh, yeah, he's in there with his older brother, played by 
Matthew McConaughey, and uh, he's he's like, yeah, they gave me this sweater, and, and he's like, take the fucking thing off right now, and, and here comes a supposed eyewitness. Yeah, that's him. I recognize that red sweater. So it's like, manu as, as you said right there, that's dirty pool or manufactured evidence right there. Honestly, in law enforcement, eyewitness evidence really is very, very, very poor. You cannot rely on that. Okay, so I want to ask you your opinion on something, Stephen. I got busted in 1996 with paraphernalia, and and it had a lot. And you were guilty as hell. Well, yeah, I was guilty, but uh, but listen. <laughs> It, 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 it had uh, it had at least a year and a half worth of resin in it because I never scraped the fucking thing. Well, that's just you being lazy. I go to court and the judge said, you're excused to go. The evidence in your case has been lost. What do you think really happened? Honestly, I think uh, what city was this, by the way? Boise. Boise. It wasn't lost. It was. It was a score for the officer because he was. No, a, actually, no, I don't even think it was that because, you know, cops aren't scraping resin out of anybody else's pipe. They didn't want to testify. Period. That was like, if I go into the evidence room and I scrape this shit out, it takes me five minutes. Or I wasted, you know, three days. That's all that was. So, I, needless to say, uh, any other circumstances, I would have been guilty, but I definitely lucked out. So. Yeah, but it was a bullshit call, and it was a bullshit case. The cop did not want to fucking testify so either he went in there or he was best friends with the evidence guy. And there you have your end result, but no. <laughs> <laughs> because I was already on probation for another misdemeanor charge at that time. So I'm in there sweating. It's like, I know I'm going to do a little time here. But Nobody oh. cared that you had a little bit of fucking weed. In your pipe. Yep, exactly. So you got lucky. Definitely got lucky. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, I did that a million times as a sheriff's deputy. Oh, oops, I dumped your pipe out. Suddenly, you don't have a possession charge. You just you know, got a speeding ticket. So... Also, oh. I know I know you turned on your fucking lights just so you could bypass traffic. Well, oh. <laughs> yeah. but um. <laughs> oh shit! But but yeah, what we're looking at uh, now, uh, two of the guys were just uh, in this whole in this whole hoax who. You know they're being—they're basically being tried because they don't like 
Gretchen Whitmore because they know what kind of piece of shit she is. So and well, who so, does? And they're not allowed to have their own opinion, so they're going to form this fucking kangaroo court. Two guys well, of of the guys, and uh, you will find it if you go to Radix Verum's channel, which you're watching the video. I will put her. Uh, I will put her uh, channel for. Uh, uh, Odyssey in in the link in the description. You will wow, find. Um, I'm she, supposed to be the one that's a little fucked up here. Are you are doing all right here, buddy? I'm doing fine. Let me talk. It is New Year's Eve, so yeah, I realize that. But uh, no, you'll find the link to her channel in the description. She's interviewed two of the two of the suspects, um, and of course. They just got sentenced to 16 fucking years after they've already done, uh, done what, to the past two years of their lives. Well, uh, but but uh, the, the prosecutor was seeking life. Kind of what makes you take a look back at the Memphis Three and, you know, their situation, and it's... All... All this because you have an opinion and you talk a little shit while you have a few beers. Well, then you also take a look back at the Memphis Three. And, you know, these guys sent 20 years or more. I can't remember the number, but what the hell? You had three people that got bullied into a one guy got bullied into a confession that convicted three people and then they go back and go, well, tell you what, we'll let you out of prison. Except you have to, you know, say you did it. What? <sighs> Sorry, that, that story pisses me off. Yeah. Yeah, it does, but I mean, is it is this good? You know what? I don't give a shit what they're going to do, Stephen. I don't give well, a shit. The I'm thing not, I, I, I want to know about. No, hold on. I'm is, not done. Hold on. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, if this is the price we have to pay for being conservatives and not agreeing with the fucking narrative, give me my fucking sentence because I ain't going to fucking change it. I agree with that, but I also want to know uh, if I become friends with Johnny Depp, um, will everything get better? I don't know. You don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but you're right. No, but back, uh, it was back to you, the Memphis Three. It's fine. It's all news. I don't know if you're friends with Johnny Depp, you might find a turd on your bed. <laughs> you know, um, it's actually kind of funny you mentioned that. I was thinking the other day about uh, you know him going through uh, the drive-through at McDonald's back when he was with Amber Heard. Amber Turd. Well, what do you want to call it? It was like, hi, I'd like a you know Big Mac and a large Coke. What do you want? Big Mac. Uh, um, uh, 
just I think I'd like um do you happen to have um you know like seventy five Kekshaw Patrick's? Yeah, because I, I think um and uh do you just have lemonade? <laughs> All right, I'll stop it there. But <laughs> his speech pattern is weird as fuck. But let's move on. Yes. Well, we don't have a lot to move on from because uh, we're. if you're uh, listening, of course, to the audio, audio feed, we're going to go to the next music set. Otherwise, um, yeah, I, th- I, I think I've basically made my point, though, is, uh, you know, I'm just basically giving my opinion that uh, this whole I, I, idea of the whole kangaroo court bullshit and this... And, and the shit that they're doing, it ain't right. Right. And we're going to move on to the next music set, which, of course, here on Outlaw Radio means you're going to be listening to the newest and hottest Taylor Swift song. Oh, fuck that. I, I can't play. I can't play mainstream mm-hmm. artists anyway. So anyway, uh, watching the video portion, uh, we are out of here for now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as stated, going to the next music set. Coming up, we have JB and the Moonshine Band. Going to be followed by Reclaim the Sky, Charisma G, Shayna G, and Scarlet Riot. Be right back after this. How dare you and who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask, Mind if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan.
I got my butt plug, and I can't get it out. Butt plugs!
niggas all up in the cool and don't know the flavor. And for every friend you got at least five haters. Wishing they can provoke me, say they control me. I say no, they don't. If they think that they know me, prove me wrong and show me. Prove me wrong and show me. Yeah, right. Every chance that I get, son, I'ma get rid of dudes. But I'ma first dance on niggas like Victor Cruz. So let me get my shoes, Bobby, and slip them on. And flush the toilet so you can see the shit I'm on. I twist the charm and I drink the rum, dog. It's like my breath, I'm a millionaire slum dog. And like a slum lord, the boys in the ghetto on the corner spitting fuego while I'm gripping on my huevos. You think it's a huevo? Then fuck it, Bobby, let's play. I put something on your chest like a next ray. That's why I'm grinding like I'm dancing Ray. It's death to the haters, so fuck what they say They screaming Mayday, cause we shooting vessels down Killers moving silence, you wanna hear how this metal sound? This is the devil's ground, but we live on God's earth And we make it look easy, cause we put it hard you should try my shoes Why you see me doing me, I ain't worried about you Niggas all up in the cool and don't know the flavor And for every friend you got at least five haters They can provoke and say they control me. I say no, they don't. If they think that they know me, prove me wrong and show me. Prove me wrong and show me. Same ones that prep the hate to project on me. You better check their computers. My playlist is their primary directory. And niggas got the nerve saying they directing me. Controlling my career. I'm holding the leer. Listen with both of them ears. Fucking them, exposing them here. Just open your eyes. You see the shock and surprise. They switch the truth for the lies. At the drop of a dime. Half of the time they wear it disguise. Living multiple lives. Not crossing their T's or dotting their eyes. But I don't have to see to see the truth. I be on my P's and Q's Fuck around with me and you will cease to move You sleeping on me, I leave you dreaming, dude <laughs> I'm laughing on you niggas I could've easily started trapping on these niggas But I turned the other cheek and started rapping on these niggas It ain't only rap, I bring the to you niggas Just one day you should try in my shoes While you see me doing me, I ain't worried about you Niggas all up in the cool and don't know the flavor And for every friend you got at least five haters Wishing they can provoke and say they control me I say no, they don't If they think that they know me Prove me wrong and show me Prove me wrong and show me Just one day you should try in my shoes While you see me doing me, I ain't worried about you Niggas all up in the cool and don't know the flavor And for every friend you got at least five haters They can provoke and say they control me I say no, they don't If they think that they know me Prove me wrong and show me Prove me wrong and show me
tumbling from my room When I make it to the mirror And I see my bloodshot eyes Well, I'm as haggard as I feel On the other side It's not fair, it's not fine I'm just wasted all the time I'm not healthy, I'm not pure I'm just looking for the cure
America is in trouble. Critical race theory, social justice indoctrination, and the sexualization of children have infiltrated our schools and libraries. Leftist organizations and causes are being funded with your tax dollars. And it's happening right here, right now, in Idaho. Our state is at risk of becoming another California. But one organization is working to fix that, save Idaho, and save America. The Idaho Freedom Foundation. For 13 years, the Idaho Freedom Foundation has been fighting for Idaho's future, our families, and our children. Exposing and defeating socialism and taking on the establishment. But now we need your help. Get involved. Learn more about the Idaho Freedom Foundation at IdahoFreedom.org. At some point, you're going to want to consider this. If a national emergency or a natural disaster or even civil unrest should occur, where would you go? Seriously, where? Heading into the sticks with some MREs in a tent might be all right for a week or two, but then what? And who's around you? Who can help you if you need it? And how long would you last without the security and comfort of your own home? If you've asked yourself these questions, consider X-Point. Located in the beautiful Black Hills of South Dakota, a limited number of military-grade hardened shelters originally built by the U.S. government, 80 feet long, 26 feet wide, 12 and a half foot ceilings that you can custom build out to your own tastes. X-Point, a nine-square-mile city of like-minded people who know the best way to deal with a disaster is to distance yourself from it. If you've always wanted a real bug-out bunker with the amenities of home, visit TerraVivos.com. T-E-R-R-A-V-I-V-O-S.com. X-Point. X marks your spot. Chaz Mitchell Custom Hats makes and sells custom hats with a Western influence. These hats are not cheesy, one-size-fits-all, except they're not cowboy hat knockoffs. Chaz Mitchell will custom design and build a genuine hat just for you, the way you want it. Chaz will actually measure your head, talk with you about the hat you desire, make it, and deliver it to you. You'll make a statement every time you put on your hat. Originally from Jigs, Nevada, Chaz Mitchell grew up cowboy and alongside his father, Waddy Mitchell. They built their first hats together at a workshop in Elko, Nevada. Chaz recalls his father once telling him, make a hat he would be proud to wear. After years of practice and studying hats and their owners, Chaz knows what makes a good hat maker. It's understanding that a hat doesn't only fit the circumference of the head, but also the personality of the owner. Get in touch with Chaz today, and he'll build you a hat you will be proud to wear. Visit Chaz Hats. That's C-H-A-Z-H-A-T-Z dot com. Support Outlaw Radio and Friends and buy some cool stuff in the store section of OutlawRadioABS.com. Show the world how much you love Outlaw Radio with Outlaw Radio t-shirts and hats. In the CTM store, a service of Caravan to Midnight, find items to help make your life easier and better. Get the best night's sleep in the whole wide world and more with MyPillow, pillows, and other products. Are you and your family prepared for the next unplanned emergency? Visit My Patriot Supply and purchase buckets of food with a 25-year shelf life. Check out We the People holsters, made in America by gun nerds who are not afraid to support and stand up for their Second Amendment rights. The Tactical Brotherhood is veteran-owned, and the gear and other products they sell are all American-made. A portion of your purchases go to support organizations for veterans. At ConcealedCarry.com, find news, get firearm instruction, and buy accessories and apparel. Visit OutlawRadioABS.com and click on the store link. A service of Outlaw Radio and AOW Productions. 
ConcealedCarry.com is your source for firearm education and instruction, an online store of apparel and firearm accessories, and a media outlet for the firearm industry. ConcealedCarry.com offers training, news, information, and products that help and empower American gun owners to be citizens who are prepared and willing to protect the innocent from the criminals, predators, and terrorists that would feed on our communities. Concealed Carry Inc., the organization behind ConcealedCarry.com, has a team of instructors that teach in-person and online firearm training classes across the United States of America. In today's society, everyone is safer and better prepared by obtaining as much education, training, and knowledge as possible. Firearm training is a lifelong pursuit. Get armed with the knowledge you need as a firearms owner. Visit ConcealedCarry.com today. That's ConcealedCarry.com. ConcealedCarry.com. Proudly endorsed by the Bearded Patriots. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Coldcock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take your shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, Gear Up, Let's Train, and Neutronics IGF-1, making men, men again. The songs you just heard, you just heard Scarlet Riot with Party Hard. Before that, you heard Shana G with Getting High. Before that, you heard Charisma G with Prove Me Wrong. Before that, Reclaim the Sky with Kingdom Come. And starting off the whole set, JB and the Moonshine Band with Keep a Couple of Beers Cold. Yes, indeed. Moving right along, it's time to turn it over to the icon, Stephen James, for the Steve Solution. Here we go. The best advice I can give you, if you've got a good job, stay in it. If you are, in fact, in a position where you have a decent job, don't fuck that up. And if you are not in a great job, keep looking, and when one comes available that you are qualified for, or even close to qualified for, go apply, interview, do whatever you can to get into a better position. This is the Steve Solution with Stephen James on Outlaw Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Steve Solution. I am your host, the icon Stephen James. Joined as well, almost always, anyway, by the icon Bad Billy. The icon Bad Billy. <laughs> yeah, I think I fucked that up. Whatever. What's going on? Yeah. All right. Uh, doing well, doing well. It's the end of another year. And before we get started, of course, you're watching the video. Check the links in the description for the affiliates. Uh, Caravan to Midnight Store, uh, Mike Lindell and My Pillow. Whether you go to My Pillow or My Store, shop the products and get use the promo code Outlaw. And by the way, one thing I will tell you, Stephen, that I got uh, from Mike Lindell's store is the Patriots Bible. We're talking the King James Bible, along with uh, parts of the Constitution, and uh, I mean it's the best Bible. I've ever had. So nice. I'm waiting honestly just for my pillows to, you know, ship over here so I can 
you know, honestly tell everyone how great my pillow is. But yes. you know, I'll wait for that. Yes. So and we are well, looking. Well, hold on, hold on. And uh, also the other affiliates, we got Concealed Carry, We the People Holsters, Tactical Brotherhood, and you can also enroll at Red Pill University. All links in the des description. So let's. By, move the, on. by the way, hold on. MyHolster.com. Love that thing. Just. Okay. Uh, That's we, not part we, of the ad reader or anything like that. I love that damn thing. That is awesome. Yeah, you can get you can get Kydex leather inside the waistband, outside the waistband. They got they got some gr they got great product there. At we the people holsters. No, uh, I use literally uh, my We the People holster every single day. If uh, my gun was in reach. I'd show you guys my holster, but yeah. That being got, said, yeah, you got a you got a Kydex outside the waistband, if I believe. Yep, correct. Yeah, so. and I love that damn thing. Trust me, every day street clothes ain't nobody tell. But let's uh, get back to what's important. Why do I not have some my pillow shit? <laughs> Just, oh. <laughs> okay, we'll deal with that later. So, 2022 year in review. Oh, my God, what the hell has happened to this year? I mean, we thought 20... I, I still... We thought the last two were bad. You think it's going to get any better? <laughs> Shit, it's supposed to get worse as it goes along. I mean, um, first off, though... We did see the lift on on mask mandates. Nobody has to wear a mask anymore. But the funny thing about that is that was not the government. The government did not say that. That was the free market that said, okay, uh, we're done with this shit because no. It's costing us too much fucking money. Okay. And the fact the masks don't work anyway, so so let's let's uh, make it a bit easy though, and get into the entertainment world. We just had the last season of The Walking Dead, and uh, that um, the way they evolved the walkers that they climb walls and come after people made it a little bit creepier. I loved it, um, and uh, Pamela Milton reminds me of Hillary Clinton. You know, that's actually a very good analogy. Uh, we didn't really get an explanation, but that's fine because there are more shows coming. Uh, what it did remind me of, though, is uh, how the hell did Chris Rock not punch Will Smith in the face? <laughs> well, he was within walking distance. And he said something about uh, back to Walking Dead. <laughs> he was within walker dis dis distance. Yeah. Um, also, we had two awesome seasons of Cobra Kai. Um, pardon me. I just um, I'm had a sorry. brain fart. No, I'm sorry. I just uh, I'm such a fan of that show. Um, I'm gonna have to take a moment to. You know, relax and pause and think back and masturbate. 
That's oh, get out of here. No, I love that. I love that show, and it is so amazing. Yes, it's like the perfect TV show. Yes, yes, it is. And uh, watching, uh, watching the the conflict. uh, I mean, the conflict between Daniel and uh, Terry Silver was one thing, but when Chosen got into the picture and got in Terry Silver's face. Oh, it was the fireworks that people expected. I also actually loved the Karate Kid 3 connection that was so beautifully placed in there. And and the return of Mike Barnes, at, at, you know, I kind of expect him okay. to as a villain, but he's a good guy. <laughs> right, but I, actually I should apologize. The two Karate Kid 3 connections. Um, God, what is his wife's name? I'm blanking at the moment. Oh, fucking Amanda. Right. Amanda and, you know, her sister being the girl from Karate Kid 3 was so great. Yeah, no, did, we, did we expect that? We didn't. <laughs> no, that was a total twist. <laughs> and not only that, too, but, uh, you know, that, that girl who, who played that role I remember seeing her in other roles where she she was always kind of quiet and quiet and not really shy but very quiet and not a, not as outspoken and then uh, you see her she's now in her 50s and she tells tells that way oh blow it out your ass <laughs> Not to mention though the you know this entire series could have ended with this I it I really realize. could have it would have been, you know, totally wrapped up, pretty good, perfect. But we all know it's not ending. We're going to finish out the Cree storyline. Everything this show does, it's gold. I, yeah, I mean, I've, I've got I mean, nothing. I mean, I mean, where does Cobra Kai even go after after basically it got exposed and Silver's going to jail because, you know, he lost all of his students when they were finally able to see what he really is. It's going to have to be Crease joining some other dojo and you know, corrupting those students because we're going t- toward the world title. Yes. Yes, exactly. Because the, yeah, there's still that Sakai Takai tournament coming up. Exactly. Yes, yes. But uh, yeah, we, we're limited time, so yeah. I mean, entertainment has been great. I mean, Yellowstone. By the way, I got to tell you something, Stephen. Um, I uh, earlier this year on here on Outlaw Radio, I interviewed uh, Shane Smith of Shane Smith and the Saints. What a conversation that was! Great interview to have. Then I asked his manager if I could help book him on Matt Connerton Unleashed out of New Hampshire. They said, yeah, yeah. So they set a date. Shane was actually in Montana at the time that interview was scheduled. So so, uh, we had a little bit of reception problem. Come to find out, he wasn't in Montana on tour. He was in Montana for the filming of episode two. Two of season five of Yellowstone. Really? Is either episode one or two? Yeah, that's why he was there. And then also, 
while I was at Highway 30 Music Fest at day two, I met Lainey Wilson. And, and you know, when I uh, she approached me, she, I mean, she was also friendly. It's it's like, uh, you know, she she immediately just grabbed me. It's like, give me a hug. And I'm like, wow. Now I realize she was in Yellowstone. And, uh, you know, she's the one that uh, basically that's that said, if you haven't seen it, here's a spoiler coming. She said, I'm glad you're traced, you're chasing your dream. I just wish your dream was me. <laughs> not to mention, you know, you take your star, Kevin Costner, and not only is he a brilliant and one of our most cherished movie stars, but now TV stars, but he's also in case a lot of people forget, he is a tremendous, tremendous singer. Also, one other thing, one other thing, too, is uh, what, what you mentioned Kevin Costner. Of course, he was also the one who played uh, Frank Hamer in Highwaymen. Listen to, watch uh, either Dances with Wolves, Bull Durham, uh, Robin Hood, Wyatt Earp, or whatever, listen to Kevin Costner's voice in those movies and listen to his voice in Yellowstone because he's got he's gotten more raspy. <laughs> well, he's gotten quite a bit older, but also listen to music by uh, Kevin Costner and Modern West. If you're a country music fan in any way, shape, or form, you will like this man's music. Trust me on this. And uh, how about uh, how about I can say uh, Kevin Costner's uh, one one of his ancestors happens to be Han Solo in uh, 1923, or excuse me, Harrison Ford. What what now? Yeah, so um, you're not aware, of course, 1923 just started. On the oh, right, no, I'm, the yes. way you phrased that, I'm sorry. Yeah, so Harrison Ford plays the role of Jacob Dutman. Dutton. Right, yeah, Kev, so as far as TV is concerned, Kevin Costner, uh, Harrison Ford, and Tim McGraw are all related. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and for, and for a redneck like me, that's a wet dream. <laughs> and I, um, spoiler alert coming in the in the last episode. It's like uh, you know that I I just could not help but laugh when uh, those uh, Irishmen cut the Dutton fence and had their sheep cross over to their land, and uh, and uh, Jacob Dutton Harrison Ford's like. Well, we're going to make an example of you for this fucking hung them all and took all this huge flock of sheep and gave them all, took them all to the reservation, said, here, I hear you're starving. Okay, well, I'm behind and that was, uh, you should have said spoiler alert. I did so. say spoiler alert. Anyway, but. Are you sure? That, yes. Okay. I just, I just thought that part was great. See, <laughs> take all took the, all those fucking sheep. Anything having to do with Yellowstone as far as this year in review is an A plus period. Yes. Oh yeah, don't go to a bar with Beth Dutt. She will get you in trouble. And also don't go to a bar with people that uh, spoil Yellowstone for me, please. 
<laughs> just All right. Like but what else? What else have we seen? Those are I. I just thought we'd start that off with entertainment because those are good things about twenty twenty two. That was no, that was a very good start actually to twenty twenty three. So, well, twenty twenty three. So, what are we going to see? Daryl Dixon in uh, Paris, Negan and Maggie in New York. I'm eager uh, and. I don't know. The way the series ended, everything there, I'm, I'm eager to see three of my favorite characters into their own spin-off series. And you forgot the fourth. You forgot Rick and Michonne. Yeah, Rick and Michonne, yep. Yep, that's going to be coming too. The way this series ended was just so... Eh. But, but what else have we seen in 2022, though, is we have seen massive inflation. And just because the gas prices go down a few cents to a dollar, they think that's an accomplishment. Uh, well, actually, I'm not complaining about gas prices right now at this moment. My biggest concern there is, honestly, where it's hurting me the most is fucking food prices. Food prices and oh my god! Let me ask you this: What do you? I mean, it's one thing to go to the grocery store. You know, actually, I haven't seen a whole a, a, an enormous shortage of eggs, meat, and all that. But no, there's no shortage. It's but, just the prices went way fucking high. How about pet food? What do the pet food shelves look like in your stores? Because here. You want dog or cat food? They're fucking empty. Well, I don't know. Around here, we just eat the dogs or cats, so I can't really help you there. But um, no, personally, oh, yeah, I, 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 I don't have I don't have any pets, so I can't help you. <laughs> but don't you know what Trump said? That we don't have socialism because we like to walk our dogs, not eat them. Well, sounds pretty fair to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That however the the schnauzer that I had for dinner the other night was amazing. Gotta marinate a little bit, a little bit. That's all I'm saying. But you marinated, put that thing in the slow cooker. Yeah, that's some good eating there. Ah. <laughs> yeah. uh. Don't eat the non-video people are going to crucify me for this. Yeah, but if you eat any of my cats, you're dead. So, and it's not going to me that butchers you. It'll be my wife. Well, that's a really big problem because you know you do know why I like to eat pussy. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Again, um, folks, it's New Year's Eve, so. Good God, lighten up. <laughs> yes. Uh, but our time's, our time's running running down, so what else? Though, tw I'm like, you know, I'm going to be honest. In, in my personal opinion, 2022 was better than 2020. You want to check your dates on that again? 2022 was better than 2020. I don't know. 
Okay, maybe for you. I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's why I said my personal opinion. Yeah, but I in the in, industry that I worked in was you know tip relegated back then, and you know the government was you know giving everybody tons of money. So therefore, you know, I had people that didn't tip that did tip back then. No, um, 2020 uh, for me just was, what's a good way to put it? Um, garbage? Yeah, garbage. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. So... That being said, personally, not professionally, personally for me, 2020 was a great year. Uh, I hope to keep improving on it. So we'll go with that. Yes. And then, of course, uh, this year we had a midterm election that, oh, this is going to be a big red tsunami. And it turns into a fucking shit show. However, not for that. We did take back the house big time, but uh, I, I can't say that uh, either side really owns the Senate. So, I personally think when it comes to that, uh, we're going to just continue to be stuck in the mud. The only thing I can say there is we've got the court. So, yep. Yeah, and that's another thing that's happened this year is uh, a lot of people misunderstanding Roe versus Wade. Well, I'm, not just that, but misunderstanding the Supreme Court in general. Okay, so, and let me explain something too, because uh, I've, I'm hearing this so much. Oh my God! They just did. They they just struck abortion. Watch this. They're coming for same sex marriages and interracial marriages. Look, here's the and I'm, I'm I'll I'll give you the thing on that. Is the the Supreme Court doesn't give a shit about abortion because there's no fucking profit in it for them. But uh, marriage, the court system makes money on both. Uh, marriage and divorce so a lot of you who think back in uh 2015 when same-sex marriages were legal across the board and it was all about love no it was the supreme court making a business decision because they saw it as a cash cow they don't give a shit about your happiness so do you do you think they're gonna gun for same-sex marriages they're gonna get rid of one of their cash cows Fuck no, you're safe there. Shut the fuck up. Well, first off, even if they did go after same-sex marriage, it would be a state issue, which marriage always has been a state issue. So, therefore, if you know they reversed that decision, which they're not going to do, but if they do, Okay, uh, so in Arkansas and Alabama and, you know, Tennessee and Louisiana, you can't get a same-sex marriage there. You go across the state line to a state where 
you know, they very much welcome state marriage. It's still federally recognized. Exactly. Does, does anybody remember a time before Obama made his big thing where, you know, he lit up the White House in rainbow colors and all that other shit? You could go to wherever a same-sex marriage was legal, and it was still federally recognized! <laughs> Sorry. All right. But uh, we we got to conclude it because uh, we're, we're just about out of time, and I know you got shit to do. I do. You got beers to drink. I do, and I could do both of those all night long, but I do have um, other things I should probably do. But, uh, yes, you know, 2022, definitely a great year for entertainment, uh, a bitch year for the economy. But uh, A great year for entertainment for me, anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway... um, but that was about the economy. Yeah. A bitch year for the economy, a great year for entertainment. Um, but, uh, you know, it's not like the worst I've ever seen. But, hey, uh, sometimes got to get better before it's got to get worse. Or, as they said in the never-ending story, sometimes it's got to hurt if it's to heal. I honestly couldn't have ended it better than that myself. So, Perfect. All right. Well, we are out of here for this segment. Happy New Year, Stephen. Happy New Year to all the listeners and viewers out there. I will see you guys next year. (laughs) Yes, indeed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this edition of Outlaw Radio. Next week, ringing in the new year for Outlaw Radio, I'm going to be joined by Wayne Huffman of Idaho Freedom Foundation. And uh, any other guests are yet to be determined. Going to end the show with Big Chuck and Party Song. Thank you very much for tuning in to Outlaw Radio. Everybody have a safe and happy new year. And if you're out drinking, please give the keys over to somebody who's sober. Happy new year, everybody, and good night. Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's why you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to piss up a rope. We give you our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what? This is Outlaw Radio.
Support Outlaw Radio and Friends and buy some cool stuff in the store section of OutlawRadioABS.com. Show the world how much you love Outlaw Radio with Outlaw Radio t-shirts and hats. In the CTM store, a service of Caravan to Midnight, find items to help make your life easier and better. Get the best night's sleep in the whole wide world and more with MyPillow, pillows, and other products. Are you and your family prepared for the next unplanned emergency? Visit My Patriot Supply and purchase buckets of food with a 25-year shelf life. Check out We the People holsters, made in America by gun nerds who are not afraid to support and stand up for their Second Amendment rights. The Tactical Brotherhood is veteran-owned, and the gear and other products they sell are all American-made. A portion of your purchases go to support organizations for veterans. At ConcealedCarry.com, find news, get firearm instruction, and buy accessories and apparel. Visit OutlawRadioABS.com and click on the store link. A service of Outlaw Radio and AOW Productions. You're proudly sponsored by One of a Kind Art 43, created by professional artist Tammy Blackman. Tammy offers free consultations and will customize your art piece to fit your needs. Each of her pieces are, as the name suggests, is one of a kind because each are personalized pieces and once she is done, there will never be another. If you are interested, go visit Tammy on her social media pages, Facebook and TikTok by searching One of a Kind Art 43, where Tammy broadcasts her work and she's making custom tumblers or canvas art for another satisfied customer. You can always reach out to Tammy through her email at oneofakindart43 at gmail.com or call 409-234-5156. Although the prices vary, the quality is unmatched. Again, her social media pages are one of a kind with underscores between each word, followed by the word art and the number 43. Thank you again, Tammy, for another presence on this show. Pancakes. Hot, fluffy, delicious pancakes smothered in butter and warm maple syrup. 
Growing up in foster care, Terrence Williams always dreamed about big family gatherings around the breakfast table with Grandma in the kitchen, cooking up a big family breakfast. As a kid, he could almost smell that intoxicating aroma of those delicious hot and fluffy pancakes. As an adult, he has cultivated his love for cooking and his passion for food into his line of Cousin T's pancake mixes. I'm talking gourmet pancakes here. Go to CousinTees.com. Browse all the pancake choices, including buttermilk, apple cinnamon, blueberry, and various limited edition pancake mixes. Show the world how much you love Cousin T's pancakes with Cousin T's apparel and drinkware. Go to CousinTees.com. C-O-U-S-I-N-T-S.com. Cousin T's, y'all, the best pancakes you have ever had. You can't cancel these pancakes. Get yours today. Hi, it's the Big Voice Guy. The one who intros and promos the show you're listening to right now. Hi, my name is Jim Hunt. I voice for a growing list of internet and terrestrial radio stations, podcasts, and businesses. I'd love to spread the word about yours, too, no matter if the message is serious or silly. Whether you want the delivery to be hard-hitting, voice of authority, or conversational, warm, and fuzzy. From fully produced station imaging and commercials to custom phone system messages on hold and IVR prompts, voiceovers for computer games to narrations for presentations, even post-production audio editing and audio cleanup services. Yeah, I do them too. I'm your guy. I do business as Jim Hunt voiceovers and audio services. My rates are reasonable and negotiable because I love internet radio too. Visit my website, jimhuntvo.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. You have been listening to Outlaw Radio. Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at outlawradioabs.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions. Baby